consistency is everything. Consistency in your work, in your food, your exercise, your uh, mental work. I think you shouldn't look for motivation. Motivation is not going to come. You know, you, you have to do it no matter what. This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier and happier life. We are going to chat today with Ashita, who's been on the podcast 13 months ago. She's back to give us some insights. We're going to talk about how she had a setback. We're going to talk about the things that she changed and the things that she has emphasized to get her out of that setback. And that includes mindset and meditation and diet and exercise and some other great things. So Ashita, welcome back all the way from India. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, we're in Florida at the moment and uh, I'm enjoying a change of scenery and change of environment. So, yeah, and looking forward to hearing about your um, modifications that you've made because when we last spoke, you were doing great. You were able to even run again for the first time in many, many years. You shared this inspirational video of you on the beach and it was so, so wonderful and so many people uh, posted, uh, you know, comments about that and how inspiring it was. Now, you know, RA is such a, a beast, you know, we're living with a life of pie situation where if something goes quite uh, a little bit off, then the, the beast can attack us. So it appears that that happened to you. I want to hear about that. And then we're going to talk about what you've done and focused on to recover back out of that. Yeah, the beast definitely came back. Almost uh, immediately after our podcast, I think it was uh, end of November or something, I ate something outside, although I'm super careful, uh, something triggered and I had a massive flare up in my knee and my knee is the weakest joint. So I had a massive flare up and I couldn't, again, I went back to like maybe one or two in the scale and I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk down the stairs and all of that. But then, uh, yes, I had to go back uh, on steroids and painkillers, maybe just for a couple of days or so. But then, uh, yes, I weeped a lot, thinking uh, I'm going back on medication. I don't like this and all of that. But then that's when I realized that medicines are not uh, really the enemy. Like you say, pain is the enemy. So uh, I had to do all over again, but but it wasn't for too long. I just did the steroids and the painkiller just for a week or so, and then the inflammation came down. But it took a while to kind of get back to what I was uh, earlier. But uh, yeah, I uh, it was a hard time. But um, yes, I think I learned that I need to be uh, mentally a little stronger to kind of work. I, I had to kind, kind of convince myself that it's going to be all right. I've done this before. This has happened before. All I need to do is follow the diet, go slow on the exercise in the beginning, and then catch up to where I was. So I did exactly that. Well, the 
Patterson program has always been the foundation for me. So no matter what happens, you can go back, you know, repair yourself and, you know, get back to what you were. So I think uh, having the program in my hand was, uh, it gave me the confidence that, yes, I can do it. I've, uh, I've, I've done it before, so I can do it again. Yeah, that's one of the... Um... Same thoughts that that I had when I was on my own before we had a community and I was going through this and I was just thinking, if I just go back to the basic foods, I can get rid of my pain again. And I'm just going to keep doing that whenever I need to. And that was a process that I repeated over and over and over again as I tried new foods and I couldn't eat them, I went back. And so having that confidence as like a safety net that you can always fall back to is massive when you have a disease that can often feel out of control. So that's great. Now, I also appreciate the the immediate panic that can set in when we have a setback. I know yes. that oh, panic. Oh, yes, immediately, like, yeah. Immediately. As yes, soon as yes. you feel like something's not right, you panic Absolutely. Yes, yes. You you know you've done it before, but yet you you are just gone. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do next? But then that's when the mind kind of tells itself that yes, it's okay, you've done it, and you know you can repair yourself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we panic quickly because yeah. we know the scale of the problem that we're dealing with, that's true. and we that's know true. how all life changing the implications are if we don't get that inflammation down. Yes, yes. We are immediately scared as to how bad it's going to get, how aggravated it's going to get. So that's always a question mark as to what is going to happen. So, yeah, but whatever it is, I think we we have to deal with it. The cure for the pain is in the pain. So we have to kind of sit with it and kind of get through through it. So I think... uh, there is no option but that. It, yes, yes. And the the sort of the phrases that I like to use is um, when the house is on fire, don't let it burn. Like immediately throw everything yes. at it. If that means yes. some medication, throw it at it. Yeah. Throw everything at it. Yes. Let's get the inflammation yes. down. Yes. And also uh, just to take, you know, massive action. So when I if ever something not quite right with me, I, I think, what's my intervention, right? How do I interrupt this process immediately? And that might look like a green juice. It might look like a green smoothie. It might look like yeah. some antioxidant supplements. It might look like some a trip to the gym. It might look like a walk in nature. It might just mean getting away from the computer where you're sitting at your desk all the time. Whatever it might be, we have to do something, don't we? Yes, yes, yes. Taking immediate action, I think, is the number one step. Yeah, love it. Okay, now let's talk about the mindset. I think this was the main focus of why you reached out. You said, I've, I've, I've learned some new ways to handle this condition mentally. I'm really interested because this is something we can all benefit from. Yeah, I started meditating every day. For me, uh, sitting for two minutes was impossible. My mind was all over the place and uh, yeah, I th- even the thought of sitting in a place wasn't uh, going to work. So after I started meditating about three years ago, but uh, now is when I'm really uh, into it and I kind of sit, I, I need to sit by with myself every day for at least 15 to 20 minutes, which I slowly want to, uh, you know, 
stretch it up to an hour or so. That's a long way to go. But uh, I at least want to sit with myself for 15-20 minutes. That's when I am solely by myself. I'm listening to myself. I'm, I'm, so you get solutions, actually, when you are kind of sitting and just being in stillness. Basically, it, you know, doing stillness. That's what it is. So I think just you uh, you you speak I, as in you, you can just listen to yourself and tell things to yourself. So that's when I realized that, uh, you know, you need to become one with you. As in um, your mind, your body has to come together because there's any way conflict happening outside of you. There's always conflict. Even inside of you, there is a conflict because of which there is the pain. So I think uh, to kind of nullify the conflict, you need to come together all by yourself. And uh, there is this saying of uh, AA where you control what you can and let go of what you cannot control and know the wisdom to, you know, have the wisdom to know the difference. I strongly kind of stick by that. I kind of have let go of things and I don't uh, try and control things that I cannot do. It is really hard to adapt. But I think doing this kind of uh, resolves struggles uh, inside you. That's what has happened with me. If I let go of things, I know it's, I cannot do anything about it. I just let go and just be grateful for what I have. That's about it. Just grateful for everything that I have and all of my joints, all of my body. It's struggling so hard, fighting so hard every day to keep me alive. So all the gratitude and everything that I have generally, I think uh, that was a big change uh, that really helped me strengthen my mind, actually. And uh, I kept doing all the work that I could. Like you said, I took, I, I always take action every day. It's like I take action every day. I do, I do my uh, everyday things. I don't miss a day. My, I stick to my discipline. You would need to have discipline. Otherwise, I don't think uh, you're going to come out of it, to be honest. Consistency is everything. Consistency in your work, in your food, your exercise, your uh, mental work. I think you shouldn't look for motivation. Motivation is not going to come. You know, you, you have to do it no matter what. No, do not wait for motivation. Stay consistent. And... Uh, just do the work. Mm. And this way your mind gets stronger and uh, because of which you get confidence. Yes. So did you notice any symptomatic improvement from implementing an increased amount of meditation or was it purely that it benefited you in terms of your emotional and mental state so that you could then make better decisions and that in turn helped you? I think it's both ways. It goes hand in hand. The more I sit and think about that it's going to be all right, there are going to be crappy days. There are going to be bad days. But sitting through them, knowing that there's going to be a better tomorrow, having hopes and uh, working on it, I think uh, they both go hand in hand. The more confident you become, the more uh, work you do, and it's it's all a circle, basically. Yes, I agree with that too. So the studies have shown that sitting in meditation and doing mindfulness and deep breathing exercises, so all of the above, 
increases glutathione, which is a antioxidant in our body that's crucial for reducing inflammation because we generate so much free radicals due to the autoimmune inflammatory process. And we know that it decreases the stress response, which is linked to leaky gut and it, and causing you know one of the main mechanisms of the disease. So there's a direct pathway to inflammation reduction via meditation, but that's not the actual reason why I and I think you might even recommend it. It's it's to be able to manage the condition. Yeah, because exactly. We need to have our mental and emotional buckets filled so that we can then handle the physical side that's required and the actions that we have to take, don't we? Yes, absolutely. Uh, This is not something that you can just give up on. Uh, It's not working out. I can't. But but this is something you have to do regardless of how you feel. Whatever, even if you don't feel like exercising one day, it's not an option. In th- that's how it is because you you lose a day the day is gone so i think also being in the present and dealing with it and not being in denial basically and not, not accept if you just deny your feelings it's not going to work you you cannot deny your emotions you just need to accept your emotions sit with your emotions and be in the present that is a big thing that i've learned being in the present because thinking of past or worried about future is not going to give us anything so i think just being in the present has been a game changer because i also sketch i'm an artist so i sketch every day so i i am in the moment when i'm sketching something so that puts me in place and it helps a lot yes let's also stay in the meditation topic for just a little bit longer another fascinating study was done a comparison between biologic therapy and the relationship or i should say association between the parasympathetic nervous system which is related to your vagus nerve and basically your stress levels okay mm. and they could predict to over 90% accuracy people before they went on the drug as to whether or not the drug would help them achieve clinical remission based on how stressed they were at the beginning of the trial. And those that had a quite a high level of stress, which is low vagal vagus uh, nerve activity, failed the biologic treatment. So if anything we can do to bring down stress levels, and this is the classic, meditation is yeah. the classic, right? So yeah. Yeah. We, we should wrap that into the mix too, because this is one of the big ones. So yeah. I want to ask you, how have you felt with your stress response doing your increased med- meditation? Oh, it's, it's, I don't have stress unless I'm angry sometimes. <laughs> I, do, I don't really stress out on anything because it, it comes back to that. I don't try to control anything and I let go of things. So again, the stress is not really present. And even if it's there, I quickly now can analyze it, be my own therapist, basically analyze it. And, you know, if it needs to be worried about, I will worry it for a bit, find a solution or just, you know, let it go. And even while meditation, I think uh, long breath work is really helpful. Uh, I've started practicing the Wim Hof breathing, which I do every day. And, oh, 
it's it's beautiful it's just wonderful to just do it uh, where you take 30 breaths 30 fast breaths and then you hold your breath for about a minute and a half or two however long you can basically so you do this repeatedly five six times or how many ever times you can so that kind of energizes you after that act brings down your stress levels and you have energy through the day i have energy through the day because of which i'm tired by the night and i get a good night's sleep so it's everything is a circle <laughs> yeah 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 agreed so a couple of things there that i want to contribute to as well i do my meditation right before bed so this is uh-huh. just before i'm about to like it's literally the last thing i do and often i'm sitting up meditating earplugs in leaning against the the board uh in my bed so that it supports my back uh in a cross-legged position and sometimes I'll only like do 5 minutes and then I'm so tired I actually just then slide down in under the covers <laughs> and I'm asleep quickly okay so helpful for rest to to yeah, transition yes. into sleep um yes and then um the other thing I wanted to touch upon that you mentioned which is so awesome is the deep breaths because the way that we can activate our relaxation state is the exhale portion of long deep breaths that's how we Absolutely. stimulate the yes. vagus nerve so that's how we can reduce yes. this uh stress response so deep breaths and then long slow exhale and so you've touched upon that as well and you, you know it's that's that's also sensational so for people i've just described how i do it how do you do your meditations and answer this from a point of view of a skeptic who just is in too much pain just kind of agitated like maybe on steroids just the whole it's just difficult to sit and be quiet and the brain and the body hurts how would you speak to someone who's listening in that situation uh probably just concentrate on the breath and not anywhere else just take long breaths concentrate on the breaths maybe just count do 20 once and then you know give yourself a minute do again another 20 or 30 so i think that's the best way to kind of be in the moment like concentrate on one thing which will let you just be in stillness so that your mind is calm all your retention is in the breathing so i think that's that's the basic thing we can do even in even when we are in ridiculous amount of pain and just breathe so i think just being able to breathe in the moment and concentrating on that should be a good solution wonderful is there anything that we've left out with regards to your mindfulness and meditation um new regime is there other things that you could share with us yes yes there is one important thing uh last year when uh, the pain came up really bad i uh, read a solution online where uh, you put uh, two three drops of uh, sesame oil or coconut oil in your belly button where all the nerve endings are there so you just put a few drops there and you just sleep basically and next day morning you know you'll feel a lot better and i was like seriously this was not going to you know i didn't i'm like come on something that easy cannot work so i actually tried it and it was magic 
it was actually magic so the next morning i felt amazing i could see a like i could see an amazing change right in the next morning so i did it for a few months i think for at least 3 4 months i did it regularly every night so that was amazing but the consequence of that is i i know i maybe there is a connection i don't know but uh, all you know my inner emotions and feelings and the past and a few memories just started surfacing up i don't know why because you know of all the nerve endings in the belly button because of the umbilical cord connection i have no idea but maybe so that was an opportunity for me to deal with a few uh, you know unaddressed memories in the past so when they came up i realized okay maybe it's for a purpose maybe maybe it's happening for a reason so that was a good chance for me to actually learn what was happening and why it happened and kind of you know deal with it and let go of it so many people that came in my life so many happenings that happened that i didn't want all that you know past memories when they came up i thought okay fine maybe they have come and i have to just let them go so it was a way of forgiving myself and you know forgiving everyone else who came in my memory and just move on so i think that really helped me you know jump a, a huge rock of emotions and pain and get to the other side so i think that was really big for me wow okay i've uh, got nothing to contribute there other than to share my interest uh into learning something new i've never heard of that technique before um and uh, it sounds like you also you know benefited from stuff coming up and and then clearing it so that's good too you know this past emotional trauma or carrying past stuff we don't know how much that plays into our health exactly yes uh, because yes. i guess you would put that in the category of subconscious stress mm. i suppose mm. we're not yeah. really aware of it we're carrying this running this dialogue uh, maybe in the background that's causing us to have this anxiousness so yeah. Well that's that's all interesting as well. Um is there anything else before we then just touch upon any dietary and exercise strategies? Um I think uh, um because of all this what I realized was uh, I was and most most importantly people who have rheumatoid arthritis I think they have a history of a personality trait like you are a people pleaser you 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 blame yourself for everything that happened you want to make everyone happy you don't care about your own emotions oh, it it's it's so true that which is why you have these pent up feelings and you know it's shown in your joints so after all this and the meditation and the oil and all of that i now i'm no more a people pleaser i i i don't give the effort if i don't like something i don't do it i just simply don't do it if it doesn't bring me joy i don't do it i am true to myself i think being true to yourself kind of aligns you if you have something in your heart and do something against it to please someone else there's already a conflict within yourself you you're doing something but you don't want to do it so i think those little little things have a huge impact on us especially when you're in so much pain so i think eliminating all those little things have you know led me really far 
you know, uh, actually realizing that I don't need to do certain things at all just to please someone else. So all this has actually led me to unlearn certain things and realize what I don't want in my life. It may be people, it may be things, it may be things that I do that that really don't contribute anything in my life. So now I know what I don't want more than what I want. So I think that is really important. Oh, gosh, that was well said. Very insightful. I can relate to that too. With regards to the concept of other people's agendas and your own agenda. And I forget the quote, but I read years ago that if you don't have a firm agenda for yourself each morning, you will soon find yourself in someone else's agenda. Oh, yes. Yes. And and this could be an email that comes in that says, hey, you haven't responded to this. I need that back in the next day or two. When you've just woken up and you thought, today I'm going to yeah. do this, but now someone else wants me to do that. And this can create a lot of, like, as you put it, like conflict in the mind. And it's just an email or it's just a phone yeah. call you need to return. And so I think that putting this into a practical term, I think it's when we're firm in our own mission and we're firm in our own goals and our purpose and our big picture in life, which can come from moments of silence, stillness and solitude in which we can promote self-awareness and our own kind of connection to our big purpose. Then if we don't have that, then we get caught up in other stuff and we go through life, but we're not actually sort of getting anywhere. But if we have that big picture, then we know that we can deflect off those emails, those come on, return my phone calls. You can quickly respond and say, hey, I'll I'll get back to you. I don't want to do that anymore. I wish you all the best, all of it. You know, we can deflect it. Yes, yes. You, you You just get the confidence and strength to deal with anyone. If you have your priorities right, if you know what you want, I think uh, you can deal with any kind of situation. So I think this this disease has made me a stronger person. So now I know this disease didn't happen to me, it's happened for me. So I think uh, if when something massive happens like this, I think it requires a massive change, which is why it is happening. So I think we need to be alert for the cues. That's about it. Oh, be alert for the cues. Thank you, Ashita. That's a beautiful quote. Yeah. And now, was there anything more tactical physically with the body or with the foods that you did? Or did you just follow through Patterson program standard kind of stuff again? Or did you need to emphasize certain aspects? Um, I started having, uh, of course, I was having juices, but uh, I made sure I was having raw green juices in the morning. I, I used to eat cooked spinach at one time, but then I switched to raw juices in the morning. That is That was really helpful. And I started having fermented millets, which is a probiotic, where you kind of ferment your millets as they are without adding any dairy or anything to them. You just grind them up, soak them and cook it. And by morning, they are fermented. So that is a good probiotic. It's proved to be a good probiotic and extremely healthy. So I eat it uh, at least three times a week. So yeah, that has really helped me. And even food-wise, I'm a little more confident than before. 
and i don't see of course i don't see it as a limitation anymore i figure out my own recipes i as long as there's no oil dairy i think i'm i'm, I'm fine yeah when i'm i'm most i mostly eat at home so i know what i'm eating so i make sure i make my food creative colorful and interesting for me so that i don't get bored so i'm happy with my food the more i connect with my food i love what i eat i think i'm happy i'm good it it heals me every day i'm thankful for what i eat i know it's healing me and the thought is enough as long as you know you're eating right i think it's it's all a mind game i should say <laughs> it, it it is and something that i just realized is you know back before the availability of endless options and variety of foods with instant gratification back in sort of pretty much the entire evolution of humankind except for the last 2 or 300 years yeah. we didn't think of food as some kind of like you know crazy portfolio of flavors and salts and sugars and preservatives and all this stuff it was just sustenance it was survival yeah. and those sustenance and survival foods that we could access were inherently healthy so yeah. you know you're just eating in a way that we kind of traditionally evolved as opposed yeah. to the common way which is to think of it as some kind of explosion of fireworks in the mouth yeah. every time you put something in yes yes it's a lot of spy people believe it's you know it's a lot of spice and a variety and pizza and cheese like right. that's real food some people yeah some people have even asked me are you going to eat like this for for the rest of your life or is it just for a period of time i'm like it's a lifestyle change it's not a diet you know it's it's holistic you know not many people get it they feel they are losing out on something but we are actually gaining i i i feel sick even if i eat something or by mistake even if i put something in my mouth and i feel sick it's, you know the, the way the immune system responds is just brilliant the the body is just amazing the way it heals itself and kind of responds to what we want what we are doing is just brilliant and and the fact that we can actually manipulate the immune system gives us all the confidence and i think that's a big achievement for us if we can manipulate the immune system i can't say that enough <laughs> yeah it's well, amazing it's amazing how i think if we have that power we can conquer anything <laughs> i think we're getting close you know i think we're getting close and i don't mean to overstate what we do in our program but inherently if you are changing your microbiome creating more mucus to protect the single cellular layer of the gut wall therefore reducing the amount of inflammatory molecules such as lipopolysaccharide touching or getting to the gut wall trigger an immune response then we are influencing our immune system like we directly are doing that um and so you know there's there's interventions pharmaceutical interventions which modulate the immune system and we can do it naturally as well we're doing it right now so now let's wrap this up with anything that you've learned or anything that you've evolved with your exercise can you give us some insights around what works for you with your exercise yeah um i after i started running i 
ran one more time and then i realized that uh, i was never a big, a big runner before i just ran because it felt liberating so i just ran again and i i felt a little pain in my ankles and i'm like okay maybe i shouldn't push it you know maybe this is not for me and then i just stuck to my usual stretches and the routine and uh, my trampoline and then i i also tried a bit of yoga going to a yoga class but even that didn't work out pretty well because most of my joints are deformed and i don't want to do something that may lead to something worse so i didn't want to take that chance i even tried uh, atg the you know knees over toes guy method i even went for a session because there's someone doing that here right here in my city so uh the session was amazing it was very interesting but yet again i couldn't do a lot of things because my ankles and my knees have worn out quite a bit but i but yes i have adapted to backward walking which is uh, the the improvement is almost immediate the uh, you you feel amazing immediately after you do it immediately you can see a uh, uh an improvement in your knee so which is amazing so i do backward walking on the road sometimes and sometimes on a trampoline so that has been amazing other than that i i mean backward walking on a treadmill i'm sorry and uh, other than that i do what i have a trampoline at home so i run on it that's the only way i can run so i bounce on it i run on it i do my stretches on it a bit so that way it has kind of strengthened my thigh muscles which has in turn uh, led to a better you know better better knees my left knee is the weak one so strengthening the muscles around them and behind my thigh has uh, really helped me improve my knees now i can just walk down the stairs uh, e- quite easily than before i just do it just to feel happy i i just take the stairs down just to feel ah, i can walk down the stairs so yeah so that is amazing so i do all this so that i can just walk down the stairs but uh, maybe one day i will run on a concrete i don't know maybe after a year or so let's see let's see you never know with your level of of self awareness and ability to make discoveries and to connect dots and to get improvements you know i i trust that if anyone can do it you can do it um Thank you. The, I just want to underline something you've said there at the end, which is as you've built strength in your muscles, in your legs, your knees feel better. And yeah. if people skipped over that, I want to underline this. Your 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 way out with your knee pain is to build strength around the knee. The studies are so consistent, connecting glutes, calf muscles, quadriceps. And I want to even take a stab, probably somewhere I haven't seen a connection with hamstrings, all stronger muscle groups in those areas are associated with less knee pain for osteoarthritis patients, which is where the bulk of the studies have been done. So you're on the right path. Build strength in the glutes, the quads, the hamstrings, the calves, and this will reduce the knee pain, reduce the knee pain. So well done, Ashita. I've loved our conversation. You're so inspiring. You're so positive. You're so ambitious and optimistic, and you get great results. So what a great uh, session we've had. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And exercise is the best prebiotic you can ever find. It's definitely, it improves your gut almost 
in a day or as in if you stay consistent, your gut is fine. So I think uh, including movement every day is very crucial. Even in little things, even when you're doing laundry, you, you pick one by one and do, do the laundry. Just, you know, squat down, pick up the clothes. You can, you can include movement through the day. So I think that is really essential. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you again in the future, Sheeta, on another yes, episode. Yes. Can I add on one more thing? Of course you can. Yeah. Um, many people believe that there is no, uh, you know, one formula to fix everything and there is no one size fits all when it's healing and everything. But maybe it's true. But uh, I feel, you know, Patterson program is is the ideal thing to do, start with, because you've done the research and many people have had results. And it's just easier to believe that there is a formula for everyone because there's already so much shit going on. So why don't you just believe, yeah, this is going to work for me and just simply do it, you know. Just the blind trust that, yes, it's going to work because they're all simple foods. You don't have to eat something so big or massive or something you don't believe in to make big changes. It's all in the simple foods. So, you know, why don't you just give it a shot? Just believe, yes, this is the formula. Just go for it. You know, A plus B whole square is equal to whatever. So this is it, you know, just just do it. This is the formula. There is no other way. Just, just trust yourself. Just blind faith, I think, is what we require. That's also really insightful. So two things on that. You know, sometimes we get people who are not from English-speaking countries uh, who aren't as fluent, and they just get the program. They don't question anything because of a language barrier or some other. They just do it. And some of these people get the greatest outcomes because they're not Googling late at night, trying to cross-reference this with every other random diet that's been from a, They just trust the process. And yes. as you said, that committed commitment to it is sometimes the formula for success. And yes. for people who have made it this far into our conversation and are still wondering, and I will, I will heavily address this when I launch my book, but what about these other plans? Like so-and-so on social media is saying this carnivore diet or this X diet or paleo diet. And, and even some medical professionals say there's no one diet for rheumatoid arthritis. And here is the answer to that. There is one human diet to optimize the microbiome, but if you can't eat that yet because your microbiome is so messed up, you yeah. need to transition slowly onto the ideal diet for the human gut. So if that means that at the moment you can only eat a little bit of fiber because fiber stirs you up, then that doesn't mean fiber is bad. It doesn't mean that eating more meat is a healthy strategy. You can't, you cannot get away from the science that that sort of lifestyle is going to lead to an increased risk of all sorts of diseases and an early death. So yes. what we need to do is we need to slowly bring in the foods that we know scientifically heal the gut and, and, and not to complain that the process is slow because if you do it right, you only have to do it once. And then you're on yes. a healthy diet for the rest of your life. Yes. Healing is slow. Healing is a process. You have to get through from A to B. You have to go through the path. You cannot just have an overnight uh, solution. That It's not going to work. If it's an overnight thing, it's not going to work. <laughs> That's right. You are a That's deeper right. hole. So 
yeah, yeah no I, I i really um i really really uh think that was a valuable insight and uh thank you for your conviction to what we are doing and what you're doing and uh you know it uh, we know it works and with yeah. time it will become more and more the default and the other temporary and more uh non-scientific approaches will start to fade into the rear vision mirror but thank you so much again and i am going to uh, be excited to share this with everyone and uh, looking forward to seeing you again soon you're sure it was great speaking with you again thank you for the opportunity thanks for listening to rheumatoid solutions if you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.